Climax Tournament. My name is James Troopany of the Troopany Show. I hope you've heard of me. Um, probably have, but you won't be listening to this podcast. Uh, <clears throat> today we're looking at Saturday's results. October the 9th from Osaka Prefectural Gymnasium. The Edion Arena. Edion Arena? Edion Arena in Osaka. Or Osaka Joe Hall, as we like to call it, I believe. Anyhow... Uh, didn't see the first match because I was late to proceedings because of work. Yoshinibu Kanemura and El Desperado beat Ryo Owa and Kosei Fujita, as you'd imagine. Um, <laughs> good. Oh, stretch muffler. There you go. Numero dos, I believe, uh, Desperado calls it. Tomohiro Ishii then had his substitute match with Hiromu Takahashi. He won with a vertical drop brain buster, but by gum did Hiromu give him a run for his money. This was a bit of a classic, to be honest with you. And... Kind of puts Aroma in a position of being a heavyweight if he wants to. He did not look out of place here. Of course, he challenged Evil for the IWGP and uh, Intercontinental Championships last year and didn't look out of place there, except for the fact, you know, Evil's dead boring at the minute and has been for about 14 months. But in this particular case, he was actually really, really good. Um, Really enjoyed it. And this was really awesome. And... It kind of puts Takahashi in a good place. Ishii was Ishii. He was always going to be great. And he clearly loved wrestling Takahashi. <laughs> there was still a lot of things going on here that was like, yeah, this is, he's good, this lad. So yeah, I'll, I'll be intrigued to see what happens with Takahashi after this. But let us get to the tournament matches. Zack Sabre Jr. versus Kenta. And Kenta won with a go-to-sleep, which is quite bizarre in the way this match was laid out because Zack Sabre Jr. was all over Kenta for all of the 22 minutes and 24 seconds. He... I mean, Kenta got some offense in, but not much, to be honest. Zack was dominant throughout this match. And the feeling is, you know, from the way that this was laid out, that Kenta kind of snuck it. I'm having my tea time coffee, or post-tea coffee. That would normally have with a cake, but I've had my cake. I'm having Cadbury's mini rolls today. Yes, um, Kenta looked good in this match on the cell, really, but it was mainly all he was doing, because it wasn't really... And even Steven matchup, Zach looked really, really strong and kind of just pythoned him into submission most of the time. Um, so, yeah, no nicely named um, submission hold from Zach Sabre Jr. this week. The uh, Tesco meal deal submission was my favourite of the week. But, yeah, it, no, this was good. It was all right. And, yeah, Zach's been still my favourite to win this block, to be honest with you. I'd like to see him in the final because it makes something a bit different. But worth it. Worth the price of admission, this match alone. Toriano versus Ujiro. Um Toriano won four wins, three losses, eight points. Still with him with a shout. Can win the tournament still. Won by count out. It was kind of forgettable. Ten minutes is far too long for Ujiro versus Toriano. It should have lasted about six minutes. Even Peter had given up on this match. She wasn't even wearing a thong. She was wearing a bodysuit. So you knew that Ujiro was losing because she tends to wear less clothes when he's going to win. Um, yeah, it was just... It was it was all right. You know? <laughs> it was it wasn't painful. I need a sip of coffee. I can't really remember too much about it. I can't even remember the finish. I'm mean, Oh, yeah, Yujiro got handcuffed to himself underneath the ring and then couldn't make it back in the ring. That was it. He went underneath the ring to chase Yano, and Yano managed to handcuff him in the ring. Um... But yeah, no, it was it was kind of creative for what it was, but it took so long. So long. If it goes longer than six minutes for Yano, you've had it. It just is no longer interesting. 
What was interesting was Shingo Takagi versus Tangaloa. Now, Tangaloa didn't really have much of a uh, a story as a junior, as a singles wrestler coming into this particular tournament, and this was an absolute blinder. He played an absolute stud in this particular match today against Shingo Takagi, and Shingo kind of gave him a nod of respect towards the end of the match. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Tangaloa did drop one bit of a clanger because he went for apeshit off the second rope and kind of dropped Shingo which must have been terrifying for everybody involved, but it was all right. In the end, he didn't wince an awful lot about his shoulder because he landed shoulder first, and it could have been much worse. Having said that, the actual match content itself was excellent, and it, the finish was really, really interesting and cool. He managed to get Last of the Dragon off of Tangaloa uh, in a different kind of way, and it made it look, made it look work. So... Yeah, but with this match, Shingo kind of gets himself back in contention for the tournament. He's got 10 points, and um, it's all tightening up. In fact, Zach lost the lead of this particular bot when Kotobushi beat the great Okan in the final. Now, up until like four nights ago, Okan and Zack Sabre Jr. were the bods on favourites because they were both undefeated, and Okan's lost four on the trot, which is not good for Okan. Um, but this was intense. Okan really came along as a main event player. This, I think, is probably his first main event for New Japan Pro Wrestling. And he looks the part. He filled the arena uh, with effort more than anything else. The fans are really taken to him. And the the United Empire feels so much more useful without Osprey around because they're kind of setting themselves up to, to, to be useful without him. Osprey, by the way, is signed for MLW. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and the MLW are now wondering what they've let themselves in for, but not as much as what WOW have uh, let themselves in for by signing Tessa Blanchard, but here you go. <laughs> Ibushi and Okan were kind of an interesting feel-out match because Okan has kind of been doing the Ibushi thing of adapting uh, your opponent's offense to try and wrestle their match. And, of course, Coach Ibushi's offense is kind of a mixed bag of kicking and, and aerials and uh, submission work. So Okano kind of couldn't do the aerials, but could definitely do the kicking really hard and the submission work being actually a really good mixed martial artist. So this, yeah, it was a lot of fun, a lot of fascination to watch. There was a lot of mat work to begin with. The fans really bought into it. Yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. Really did, and it worked really, really well. And I give them top marks. It kind of saved a middling day of wrestling, to be honest. Not that everything was bad. I mean, Shingo and Tangaloa was good. Toriyani and Yujiro Takashi was just wasn't terrible, but it was far too long. Kenshin Saber Jr. was good. It was overall very good. And Hiromu Takashi was like kind of putting a career performance. It's kind of kind of like hopefully catapult him further into the stratosphere. Um, but yeah, Kotrobushi and Great Okan was a really nice way to round out this particular uh, evening's wrestling. So let's go to the schedule and see where we are this week. Uh, next night is Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. No wrestling next weekend. That that that's the weekend I'm at home, obviously. So there couldn't be wrestling next weekend, would there? <laughs> um, um, are they doing the Pombudicon? As a final, I'm just looking at the like. Uh, the two block nights are going to be um, much harder to determine by league standing. Okay, I'm just looking at the doing Mikon Budicon on a Wednesday and a Thursday. That means that the the final must be on Saturday, October the 9th. I don't know. 
October 21st. All oh, right, I see, I see. Right, okay. So they're doing... Hang on. <laughs> I'm slightly confused because they're doing the G1 final on a Thursday. What? Why would you do the G1 final on a Thursday? Six, well, that makes no sense. But anyway, it is what it is. Um, yeah, and then you start the road to power struggle the following week. Seems a bit strange if you ask me, but Thursday's a Thursday. That means Friday night for the for the final. No, Thursday night for the final. Anywho, this week we've got Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So we're in Miyagi on Tuesday. We're staying in Miyagi on Wednesday, and then Yamagata on Thursday. We have a break over the weekend, uh, and we're in Budokan, Yokohama Budokan, for the last night of A Block, I think. Yes, um, and then. The Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, the third twentieth will be in the last night for Budokan, Nippon Budokan Tokyo, for the last night of B Block, and then the final night will be on uh, a Thursday, which is a bit bizarre if you ask me. But there you are. I'm not in charge of the New Japan um, stuff, so it'll be a Thursday, which will be a um, Friday morning. So I might actually be able to watch it. Probably won't. Anywho. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Troopany Show today. Hope you've enjoyed it. This will be online shortly, um, and I'll be back uh, on Tuesday with more from the G1. We'll be back with the Troopany Show on Monday, and we'll speak to you then. Take care. Bye. Mm-hmm.